Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> What's up? This is Sharks Across Hollywood, and this is week four of Power Rangers Month 2020, and we did something a little different to close it out this year. This is this is kind of special. Very special, in fact. We, and not in the educational sense. Wait, is that like a short bus joke? Yes. I feel like I should cut that part out, because good lord, that's probably... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think you added a new level to it personally. <laughs> we had our first guest on the show this week, and it just so happens to be somebody super, super famous who I'm sure all of you guys will know, and you should be very, very jealous that we got this person on there. You, I'm jealous of us. And you get to listen to it. And you get oh. to listen to it. Molecular, home planet for the diabolically evil Emperor Gorgantus. Gorgonus has vowed to use his army of alien monsters to conquer Earth. The focal point of a system of power portals he needs to rule the universe. I am Nimbar, head protector of the power portals. To carry out my mission to stop Gorgonus, I have chosen four teenagers from Beverly Hills. I summon them by flashing their tattoos. Then they transform into galactic sentinels. Scorpio! Horus! Centaur! Apollo! The fate of the Earth depends on these tattooed teenage alien fighters from Burberry Hill. It's and this this will be the first time that anybody's actually seeing us too. So, so that's true. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Right. We've, we've been voices only up to this point. Well, this is exciting! Yay! I'm glad I get to do the big reveal. You have no idea how exciting this is. Like, I part of me <laughs> wants to just play it cool and be like, "Oh yeah, we do this all the time." But yeah. you are our first. You are our first. Well, guest really of any kind, but especially someone who's actually in something we're discussing. Uh, so this is super <laughs> cool for us. We yep. are I kept I kept excited. bragging. I'm like, you know, guys, I'm nervous. She's she's like super famous. So <laughs> okay, well, As, yeah, okay. She was she was on Very Saved sweet. by the Bell. I told everybody I'm like she was on Saved by the Bell once. And yeah, do you know that is the one show I still get residuals from? That and Weird Science. I was like, you know, Tattoo Teens. I was on for like 40 episodes, not a dime. And Saved by the Bell. Every once in a while, I get like my 12 cent check. So that's kind of cool. That's funny. I was actually going to ask about that too. So that are that covers telling, that one. Are you yeah. telling me you got nothing from my DVD set at all? I'm no. broken hearted. I know. Thank you, though. No, I got nothing from my DVD set either. That cheap one that, like, they just cram the DVDs in together. They're not yeah, even separated. Just stacked in there. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Thank I, yeah. I know. I, well, you know, our contracts were like, you know, this was a long time ago. And so 
they were written as they were. And it was also, you know, it, it just, it was a cheap contract. I mean, we got paid for our work, but there was nothing in the future. But when I saw that they were on Amazon, somebody told me and I was like, oh, I'm going to buy those because one, then at least I have them, right? But I thought, does this mean I'm going to like start getting some money from them or something? <laughs> and um, of course, they're not going to just offer it. I actually called the union and I was like, so this show I was on in the 90s, I just, there's DVDs out now. And is there any way I can revisit that contract? And I'm like, well, yeah, that's so far back. And like before things were digital. So they had no record of the contract. So I had to provide it. And of course, I had no record of the contract because, you know, I've moved a gazillion times and you don't think you need that. And my agent's, you know, probably dead by now. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. It's just, I was like, all right, it's not worth it for like the $3 I'll get. But it's kind of a bummer. Well, that's funny. So we, yeah, I bought, I bought two of those sets one for me and one for him <laughs> because my Christmas present. yeah oh exciting oh the, the second i awesome. saw that it existed i'm like i have to have that i'm gonna show the kids and they loved it to death and i'm like yes that's You're, really yeah they're seven yeah. they're both seven well so. they're the right age yeah that's that's how old i was when it came out so yeah wow Oh, you're such a youngster. I know. He he's the old one <laughs> and he talks about stuff. At least I get the stuff that he talks about. Oh, that's good. Because yeah, I spent I spent a lot of time in front of the TV. And then I'll bring up California Dreams, which oh, yeah. I will. And he's like, I I've never heard of that before. Now you know I was on that one too, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I watched I watched that episode. <laughs> Okay, I was like some opera, like, yeah, yeah, I saw it. I'm like, hey, there she uh -huh. is. And she sc you scream yeah. and then you run out because you get annoyed uh -huh. with everybody. It was, it yeah, was, it was fun. Like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was good yeah. stuff. But right now I am wearing, um, my Roosevelt shirt. It's Kelly Kapowski because you are, Oh my you know, goodness. I did. Let me see that shirt. Oh my gosh. That's great. <laughs> it was, it was this or the shark one. I, I, it was a hard decision, but uh -huh. we got there. Shark one, like for, it has, it has just sharks on it. Cause we're sharks across Hollywood. So that makes sense. Right. Well, I wondered if it was like a logo shirt for your, I, I wish we or... haven't gotten there yet. Nobody cares okay. enough. So like, how long have you guys been doing your podcast? Oh geez. It's been like two years now, hasn't it? Wow. Yeah. Uh, something like that. A little, embarrassing given our subscribership <laughs> well i didn't look what well i i won't ask i'm sure it's i'm sure it's in the dozens um, oh i wish which is <laughs> <laughs> i wish we'd hit well, double digits i know right well uh, we have that many likes yeah <laughs> And really, I just there. I stopped playing music, so I'm like, I need I need stuff, I need something. So this is this is me being in a band. This is what yeah, I'm doing okay. instead of that. I was in a couple bands actually. I oh, was cool. in a jazz quintet. I was the canary, and then I was in a big band, and that they were both fun, like in their own way. One was like you know just the small little stuff, and then the big band was just great because it's you know, all those horns and everything. It was super fun. Well, hello. Nice to meet Ni you guys. Nice hello. to meet you, For real too. this time. We've done all sorts of talking about beards and all the personal stuff. They'll have to listen to the podcast for that. So what do you guys want to know? <clears throat> You're a mom and a wife and a teacher and all that, but you used to be a superhero, and I don't know which one of those is cooler, but for my purposes here, the superhero thing is definitely the best thing ever. Okay, alright, I'll go with that. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm just a huge fan of that. The tokusatsu thing in general, which is why we're doing what we're doing now, the Power Rangers month thing, which has become about 
nothing at all resembling the Power Rangers. We've strayed very far. We did that for one year, and then it just became, let's see how weird and bizarre we can get with our connections and, <laughs> and how far we can take it away from the Power Rangers and still be incrementally linked back to that. Just story. barely under the umbrella. I tried to connect yeah. it at least a little bit. But let's okay. start with something easy. I'm really curious, especially back then, working with Deke, and I, I watched a thousand Deke shows just all the time when I was a kid. Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad was the other one, and we did that one last week. What I want to know is, what was the audition process like for this? How did you figure out about this? <laughs> like, what what, what possessed you to go, hey, that sounds like something that I need to get involved in? Well, okay, first you have to realize that I was an actress, and we just want to work. So, um, you just you get an audition, and you go, okay, I'll go. What What's the name of that one again? Wait, I need a bigger piece of paper, because that one was too small. Um, and actually the the description for my character for Drew they likened it to the Winona writer character on Heathers so they wanted kind of that Ooh. edge and so I remember I hadn't watched that movie so we went out probably to Blockbuster and waited in line and got our little VHS and rented Heathers and um, yeah and I was just excited because usually I would have been more likely to go out for like the peppy cheerleader kind of characters just because that's you know I'm like girl next door friendly kind of thing <laughs> so when I got I was like oh I really wanted to I mean that was the draw for me to be like the edgy one and I, I still don't really know why I was cast but um probably just because they got Leslie and she was a brunette and they're like oh all right just go with the blonde but yeah so I remember let's see it was the 90s so I was kind of grungy I wore like hiking boots and this like knit kind of t-shirt dress with the flannel tied around my waist you know and just kind of went in there and I remember telling myself don't smile so much because that's like my natural tendency and I thought I probably shouldn't be so friendly <laughs> so um yeah so auditioned and then oh there were probably a couple callbacks you know and then I just remember being surprised when I got it because you're always like you want the job but you're always surprised when you actually get cast at least I was it'd be like wait wait really because you get so much rejection and so many like it was down to you and somebody else and it wasn't you so um <laughs> Yeah, so it was cool when it was like, okay. So then you have to like, you know, there. so it was Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills, right? So um, there's that excitement of like, wow, I got a job, I'm a working actress, I'm on a series, how awesome is that? But no, it's not, it's not Friends, and it's not, you know, <laughs> you've been saved by the bell, or, you know, it's, so there was a lot of like, what? What's, what's the show you're on? Wow, okay, well, great. So anyway, that was kind of the process. Or the beginning of it. And do you know how many people were up for that role that you beat out? Oh, I'm sure it was thousands. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually have no idea. Um, it's it's yeah. just it's Never. a it's a weird little show because Power Rangers was a big thing, and they're just like we're gonna we're gonna try that over here mm -hmm. and gonna be completely yeah. different, but the same. <laughs> but the same, like yeah, like they were, yeah. We like to, okay, so once we were actually working, I, okay, so I was not seven, so I was not watching Power Rangers. <laughs> I mean, I was, I obviously knew about Power Rangers and stuff, but um, it wasn't avoid. a show, yeah, yeah it, it wasn't a show that I watched, 
And so, um, so even when we would like in between scenes and stuff, and sometimes we'd talk, the four of us would talk amongst ourselves or, or after a table read and we'd talk about the, you know, the storylines and stuff. And we like to sometimes go, well, you know, I think we're better than Power Rangers because our storylines like talk about the characters and, you know, we didn't get along. So anyway, we kind of, and I think there's some validity to that, but I think we also kind of, um, you know, made stuff up to be like, no. <laughs> No, we're still good. We're still fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and remember, we didn't see, like, until the episodes. So we started filming in, what, like, June, I think? And I don't remember when the first episodes came out. Maybe October? So maybe maybe September? But it was quite a while before we really saw. I mean, I guess we probably saw when the first episode was together. Maybe they did some kind of a, like, you know, um, show us the episode. But... I don't really remember that. But anyway, it was a while before we sort of saw the full thing. So all we saw was the, you know, the normal people stuff. So, well, other than Nimbar's cave. But we saw like the coffee shop and like Drew's house and school and the cave. But we never actually saw the fight scenes because that was filmed on a different set. So you don't, and then of course you don't see all those amazing um, special effects until, <laughs> you know, afterwards. And so you don't really have a, an idea of like what the cohesive whole is going to be mm -hmm. until, you know, you're already in it. And, and it's not like any, you know, it, I don't know. It's not like you're going to, um, like we all knew we weren't filming Shakespeare, but it's not <laughs> like, you know, you're going to hang your head in shame and go, oh my God, I did that. We're just like, hey, it's a joke. Let's keep going. You're getting paid and at yeah. least you're having fun, hopefully. We were, you know, it was super fun and it was, it was nice people. Like, as, like the creators were super nice. We called them the two Jims, Jim Fisher and Jim Stahl. And um, the directors were all, I mean, everybody was nice and the four of us got along well. So. There's a few times you were, you're glad you're not on Power Rangers because that is not what I get out of the productions <laughs> of those shows. <laughs> Like it wasn't terrible, yeah. but I heard, huh, I heard some, I heard, I've heard some horror stories for sure. About oh, about Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, yeah, see, I, not I, super fun. I don't know that. So, well, so you managed to avoid that. Go ahead, take it away, oh. sir. I'll, I'll shut up now. <laughs> oh no, I, I'm not trying to interrupt anybody. Uh, but I was wondering, did you see the entire script, or did you just see the segments of the script that related directly to like the scenes you were in? I mean, I guess there was dialogue and stuff that you needed to voice over for some right. of those action sequences. So you, you. You saw the whole script, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw the whole script. So, like, we knew okay. it was going on, you know, mm -hmm. as much as you can. And I probably knew more than, than I did. Like, I, you know, now I'm like, what monster was what? I don't know. I haven't seen it in <laughs> so long. But I'm sure back then I was like, oh, cool. Uh, the regulus back or whoever the monster was of the week or the day. So, yeah, we saw the whole script. We knew it was going on. And, we, yeah, we did do those voiceover sessions where you're like, oh, oh, watch out, you know. <laughs> All that good stuff. So that brings me to uh, another question. Did anybody explain to you, or did the question even arise, and you may or may not remember <laughs> this, of why you keep referring to the last time you fought a monster, even in the very first episode? <laughs> you know, um, I don't recall that we said that in the first episode, but I would probably say there's a hole in the writing, obviously, somewhere. 
I was just wondering if it got addressed. The first time I watched it, I was like, wait, last time? This is their first fight. This is the first time they've ever been in Nimbar's cave, as far as I could tell. Did we really it, say that in the first episode? I could be mistaken. I could be misremembering just because the it was the fourth episode, episode or something. is the first time I noticed it. The fourth episode. And I think that's the one with the with the weird <laughs> with the weird uh garbage monster where you talk about how it smells like Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, there's there's some truth to that in parts of Seattle. <laughs> I, I, I laughed. To, yeah, I laughed hard especially because... Especially if you head south a little. Yeah, right? Right, yeah. Because now, now you live in, like, an eastern Washington or western Washington area-ish. Yes. So. I wasn't sure if you knew that. I know, and you guys are just over the mountains, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're right. over in Spokane. Yeah. Yep. I grew, up nice. in Tacoma, I grew up in Tacoma, though, so I know all about the oh, smell. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My brother went to school there for a while, but then he couldn't take the weather and he came back down to Southern California. Yeah, it can be an endurance challenge. It yeah, can. I'm from I, Montana, you know. so I'm used to it at this point. <laughs> oh, you've got those wide open spaces and stuff there. Not where I was. Oh, really? I was in the middle in Great Falls in this weird, boring city where three doors down will come four times a year, but nobody else of note will come there ever oh like, i'm sorry i'm okay. like all right cool i'm gonna i'm gonna go somewhere else at least there's like stuff here right yeah spokane's a cool little city it's definitely got its bright spots <laughs> although lately i'll tell you what it's, well it's a dead zone <laughs> these days but then i imagine everywhere oh, is so yeah yeah for sure i was also wondering uh if you had any input into your character in uh you know dial maybe dialogue maybe just talking to the writers and saying well you know i feel like maybe drew would do this maybe drew would do that uh, did you have any input on that level uh not before the scripts came out um no and they were cranking them out i mean we filmed five five episodes a week Wow. So it wasn't wow. like this thought-filled, you know, mm-hmm. oh, well, in two weeks we're thinking of doing an episode like this. Like, they probably had quite a lot of them, like 20 of them written easily before we even started shooting, if not oh, all okay. of them. But, yeah, I can I can recall times, I couldn't tell you specifically, but times where it would be like, eh, I don't know if she'd say that, and, you know, can I try this instead? And, you know, they were pretty open as long as you, you know, as long as it was pretty true to character. Plus, again, mm-hmm. back to that, like, five episodes a week. So that's a lot of memorization. And so, <laughs> you know, we're basically filming rehearsals, right? <laughs> because <laughs> you, you get your script... So you do a table read on Monday of like all of the shows for the week. And then that was Monday morning. And then Monday afternoon, we do the voiceovers for the week. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, each day we'd film an episode and a quarter. So, um, wow. So just Power keeping drum. track of that and then keeping, you know, being able to like, I'm just trying to memorize the next scene, you know? And so once in a while, you know, by the end, you pretty much know what your characters are going to say and you can kind mm-hmm. of flub it through but there wasn't a lot of that I remember I mean there I'm sure it was I'm sure the actress that I was was like hmm <laughs> I'm thinking with this monster she might have wanted to do this but um but I can't recall anything specific that's fair or anything I mean, major <laughs> yeah it's been a few weeks since your last film so I understand just, that uh... <laughs> just a few yeah <laughs> So about that dialogue thing, I uh-huh. there th- this one's big for both of us, I think. The word hinky shows up at least once in every yes. episode. Now, whose idea was that? You're kind of rolling your eyes. I see it. Yeah. Uh, was that was that something you came up with, or did they say no. you need a catchphrase? So we're gonna give you this one. 
Yeah, that was one of the gyms, I think. I think one of the gyms that was like his, you know, from kind of his era, you know, I think that's where that came from. And so it was just a Drew thing. It was not a a word I was familiar with. I think you had to have been from a limited space and time, maybe, at a certain place, (laughs) maybe, where it was a thing. But uh, yeah, so, you know, I just went with it. Question. obviously didn't catch on. No. (laughs) Now, I've been watching the show so much lately that I'm just like, I'm going to start saying this not on purpose it's just going to come out of hey, me <laughs> maybe you could bring it back i want to no. i want a I hinky but- a hinky uh compilation just every oh every time you said it oh my gosh that'd be awesome <laughs> it's that's, a super cut that yes that'd be yeah. awesome okay put that out there for someone to do <laughs> I do. I do have to ask. Since you said it was it was one of the gyms things, did one of them have a background in law enforcement? Oh, I don't <laughs> think so. I think they were both like from like writers and did like Second City Chicago and that kind of stuff. Why? What what brings that question? Well, uh, it's because the only other place I've heard the word hinky and with some regularity is in the writings of Michael Connolly. Are you familiar with him? I am. I don't read his stuff, but I'm familiar with who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he writes a lot of detective fiction based in Los Angeles and. Uh, he uses the word hinky and he introduces it very early on in his uh, Harry Bosch series as being a phrase that L.A. detectives use to oh. describe uh, situations that uh, look suspect. I had never heard that. That's interesting. So, yeah, I, th- that's what made me wonder, you know, because you're shooting down in uh, in L- I assume you're shooting in L.A. I, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, so I'm like, oh, I wonder if maybe one of those one of the writers came out of uh, law enforcement or, or had a background there. Even so, I don't I don't think it's still used in law enforcement that I'm aware of. My that husband's is... in law enforcement and we're <laughs> yeah. just never come up. <laughs> is he is he a, a hard boiled detective, though? He's not a hard boiled detective. So, you know, maybe if he were. <laughs> Maybe that would make all the difference. Yeah. I feel like if he's hanging out with people like Jessica Jones or something, then that that word would probably come up a lot. <laughs> Granted, uh, yeah, she never said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it'll, it'll it'll be great. Now I had a question in my head until we got into that part, and now I just forgot what it was. <laughs> That's okay. I've got an. I was going to say, take question. it away. Take it's it away. It's completely unrelated <laughs> to that. But okay. uh, did you have any a- interaction with the American gladiators who played uh, the Sentinel versions of you guys? Awesome. That was my question. Thank you. <laughs> we got to meet them once. So, um, yeah, so we had, you know, heard who they were and we were mm-hmm. like, hey, that's cool. Um, but, yeah, we got to meet them once. And uh, it was like halfway through the shooting and they came over late uh, after shooting one day and we got to meet them and interact with them a little bit but that was literally it that was the only time yeah and they didn't I mean some of some of them were matched up well um, I always hated that wig that they put <laughs> Centaur in <laughs> so bad fact, I was wondering how you felt about that <laughs> yeah yeah okay we look <laughs> nothing alike I mean like the wig is different I'm obviously more muscular I don't know how many cup sizes I've grown when I become centaur. <laughs> and I literally like would still have some people say, wow, I didn't realize you were so buff. Like, or how did you learn to do that stuff? So I'm like, are, are you kidding me? And they were, they were serious. And I'd have to like kindly go, oh, well, that's my stunt double. double. But you know, in your head, you're going, what the heck? That's so obviously not me. As a seven-year-old, I couldn't tell the difference. Oh my. <laughs> Granted, granted, I don't remember exactly how I felt watching the show back then. I I remember watching it. Your mother to turn it off. (laughs) 
I remember watching it. Distinctly remember waking up and Saturday morning and going, "Hey, I'm going to watch this show, and then I'm going to watch California Dreams." I think they were on about the same time because I watched both shows constantly, and then. That's- then they just disappeared from memory and then the internet happened and then i'm like holy cow this show was a thing i didn't just dream this thing yeah you you hoped (laughs) well yeah that that'd be that'd be that'd be an odd thing so did you ever did you ever get to hang out with glenn shaddix who did the did the voice of nimbar i was curious about that oh i did not get to hang out with him and i was actually more excited about um who was the guy who was the voice of lector he was squiggy on lenny and david maybe Yes. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name, but yeah, Squiggy from Laverne yeah. and Shirley. So I was more excited about him because, um, you know, they, I remember watching, I think when I was like 10 or 12, I even went with a friend, you know, down in LA, you could go and get tickets to go watch a show. And so uh-huh. I'd gone a long time ago with a friend and a, her mom or whatever to watch a taping of Laverne and Shirley. So I was oh, like, cool. oh, Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> and I remember one, um, maybe couple times actually going to the voiceover studio to do our recordings and he had obviously just been finishing his because he was coming down the stairs and you know didn't care at all who we were but you know I was like hi (laughs) that's like the most I ever said to him so I want to imagine that he still had the hairdo and the leather (laughs) jacket I know he didn't but I want to imagine that that's what it was like when he's passing you in the hallway well you know since I don't remember I'll just say that's exactly how it was I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's I. I just learned that fact like yesterday. I I've been preparing a lot. I've I've watched like a million YouTube videos about the show because because <laughs> I'm you know that that's what I do. I can't come up okay. with my own things, so I let other people do it for me. How gross was Nimbar in real life? Because every time I watch that first episode, that hand comes out of that little blob <laughs> and it's just I, slimy, yeah. and he's wiping all that slimy stuff on you, and that's your tattoo, and just yeah, <laughs> like our faces, I think, are like. And that was pretty, like, that wasn't really acting because it was pretty gross. And it was just, Nimbar himself was actually, I mean, he was covered with, like, a silicone. But, um, you know, he was kind of hard underneath. So, like, touching him didn't feel really like anything. But when they decided he had to have his hands, which a couple episodes, like, enhance something or whatever, they'd get one of the PAs to come in and, like, stick on a glove and goop up the hand. And then, yeah, that was, like, really, really, I don't know what they used, but it was really goopy stuff. Like snot, like <laughs> yeah. snot in a bucket. Yeah, it's so yeah, weird. It, Zordon it was in a grody. big tube, so he didn't have to touch anybody and get weird about it. That slimy stuff. It always grosses me out. Even my kids are like, they scream just, ew, at the TV every time they see it. <laughs> oh, well, good. It's but, fun. You know, we're getting them engaged. <laughs> yeah, they, they like it a lot. They talked about it. Let's watch Tattooed Teenagers. And I'm like, what? Oh, that show, I, right. I can't I, hear you. <laughs> All day long. We you have to say the whole yeah. title. Well, that's what they yeah. that, that they said it. Yeah, I know. We watched like 20 episodes together, just like oh, over the course word. of a few days. <laughs> I think that's more than my own children ever watched. Ha- have you? <laughs> how much have you actually watched of the show? Uh, I have none. Really. You know, I thought when I got I thought when I got the DVD that it'd be fun to like watch the whole thing, and it's not. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. I think it's hard, like, even just, like, if it was, even if it was great, right, great entertainment, I think actors don't like to watch themselves. Sometimes I do, actually, but, you know, I don't know. It's never (laughs) as, I mean, okay, I never thought the show was good, but I still thought, you know, well, for what it was, my acting was good. Yeah. 
So that's painful to watch. And then, um, yeah, and then it's just cheesy. And then if you're watching with anybody else in the room, there's just a little bit of this going on, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, it was it, it was a great time in my life. And it was a, a working gig for an actor. And it was fun to do and fun people. But, you know, I don't need to watch all 40 episodes again. Oh, well, man. And here's that's... the other problem is whenever my kids would, like, every once in a while, they'd be like, you know, somebody would find out or they'd tell somebody oh yeah my mom's on this show and once in a blue moon there'd be somebody who'd like care and be like oh that's cool I want to see it well my kids always felt like well they should watch the first episode so they understand what's going on so you know after a while you don't need to watch that first episode again so you know yeah I probably should pick a random one and just watch that. I think I had mentioned in my email that I actually had thought about doing what it because you know those reaction videos are kind of mm -hmm. big right now. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I should watch myself watching one of the episodes, like one that I haven't watched <laughs> since I filmed it. And just, just but it's kind of terrifying to think of because I think it would be so cringeworthy. Well if you do, please send us uh yes. please send us a link because I want to oh, see yeah. it. I definitely want to <laughs> okay. want to watch your reaction video. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm not willing. I'm not sure I want to be that vulnerable. <laughs> oh, it would. I, I, you'd get at least two, two plays because oh, awesome. I'd be all okay. over that. Well, I could do that. <laughs> let me say, let me say for the record, okay. I watched 21 episodes. I tried. I wanted to watch all 40 of them before we had this interview, but I watched. I got through 21 episodes, and uh, you are easily the best actor on the show. Like seriously, I I was watching, really analyzing during those last ten or so, and uh, yes, your your definitely your performance is definitely a, a couple of steps above the rest, and not just on the show, as a lot of other Mighty Morphin Power Ranger uh, knockoff and wannabe and and spinoff and and adjacent <laughs> shows as well. So your your heads and tails above a huge chunk of those. It's true. I was just going to well, say the same thing. You're very kind. <laughs> I I can't. I, I think. I think you were biased because you know I was coming on here, so you were determined to like me, and I thank you so much. That's very sweet of you. <laughs> no, we're my my goal now is to have the other three on the show, and we're gonna yeah, well, we're gonna tell should. them the same thing. We're gonna say Jill was better than you. <laughs> I, oh, you are. Oh well, yep. I'd like to hear that. No, I expect you to be like, yeah, we watched it, and Rug, you were better than all of them, and then we watched it, Leslie, you, you were better than all of them. <laughs> I now I want okay. now I want to do that now I want yeah. to do that just to have we'll it. do it. Uh, Rug might be hard to get considering that he's still working and he's like in things. I know he's yeah he's he's busy. I ch I checked out his IMDb. He's he's still going. I haven't like, wow. I haven't seen what he's doing lately. But a couple years ago I saw he was doing also doing like some kind of like helping kids get into it or training or teaching. I'm not sure what. And then Leslie. So um, when my girls were younger, uh, you know Mary Kate and Ashley, the Olsen yep. twins. They did like a bunch of movies and stuff, and they had one. I think it was like set in Paris or something, and she was in it. I was like, so I'm watching with my daughters, going, "Oh my gosh, look at that!" And you know, I was a little envious because she got to actually film in Paris. It looks like so that was kind of mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, nice Paris. You're that's actually another thing. I did. I think. Did you end up? Did you end up buying that thing, man? I bought your book. Look, I'm great nose boy. This is where we talk about the novel she published in 2013 called Two Room Flat. I hit the microphone so you couldn't hear her say the title. I'm great nose boy. 
I'm an audiobook guy. I tried to find an audio. Apparently, there's not an audiobook of it. No, but you know what? That's one of my goals for 2021 is to uh, record the audiobook for that. Well, if you do, so. again, send me a link because I'm a, I'm an audiobook guy and I, I want to read it. So really, well, that's I do. That's very okay. Yeah, and I I, I I like to read. I I like the page and stuff. But yeah, so he'll I'm do the audiobook. I got the read. I got the print. So. Yeah, well, see, but the the problem is, it's at least now you had to have gotten the Kindle. I did, I did, not I, not print, not yeah. print but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's another that's another goal of mine for twenty twenty one is I'm gonna um yeah that's a whole different plan of mine. But so thank you, thank you for supporting yeah. my writing. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're you've done you've done some cool things, and I'm still in my basement recording a podcast, but. <laughs> we got you on the show, so that's that's that counts for something. This is a big step. Absolutely. For us. This is yeah. This is huge. Where we're like, oh, dude, Mel Gibson's next, right? No, I'm just kidding. He was the, he was the first celebrity that popped into my head, and I don't even like him that much. So. <laughs> like, like, wow, I haven't thought of him for a long time. But okay. nobody has. Don't worry, nobody has. <laughs> Sorry, Mel. <laughs> just, I know his girlfriend, and I'm thinking of her reaction to that. <laughs> just, that that'll go over like a yeah. She's she, she'll be like, "That's like the one you come balloon. up with." Oh, you know, you know Andrew's girlfriend. Yeah, no, not. Yeah. I thought you meant you knew Mel's oh, girlfriend. No, oh like, no, 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 oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> she'll be like, "Why didn't you say Tom Hardy instead?" I'm like, "Fair point, fair point." He'd be better. He'd probably be easier to get. So you don't you don't have any like contact with any of the any of the other three, really? No, I don't. No, it might be fun actually to might be fun to like stalk him on Facebook or something, or just say, hey, you know, <laughs> it's funny because um, those who've gone on to do more acting probably have other things they're going to feature on their resume, and <laughs> oh, so maybe, be like, maybe. hey, remember me? I was on that show with you. They'll probably be like, oh yeah, I'm no, I don't remember, <laughs> you know. So, um, I don't know. I don't know if they care, but maybe they would. Maybe they think it was just cool because, you know, it was a, a sort of time in our lives and we all were, I don't know, it's worth, it might be worth doing. Actually, it might be fun to like, I don't know if this would be fun or if this would be a little pathetic <laughs> to like go to one of those Comic Cons, you know, <laughs> as like. Oh, yeah. No, I was going to ask, like, have you ever, you've never been, like, approached to go to a Power, power Morphicon or anything like that? No. Because, Remember, because we, we weren't the Power Rangers. I know, we were but. the knockoff. But then so. I was thinking, like, I, would they would they have all the Deke shows there? Would 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 Matthew Lawrence yeah. show up? Because oh, he was Servo. Okay, so <laughs> that reminds me, thinking of all the Deke shows. So I, um, I'm a journaler and I thought, surely I have a journal from like 1994, but I couldn't find it. But I found (laughs) some other gold (laughs) that I, I pulled out of like musty old bins to show you guys. And I haven't gone through it, but I, there was, where was this? Okay. Oh, I saw the logo. Can you see that? (laughs) Yes. Oh, nice. So Hollywood reporter from, let's see. 1994, October 4th, 1994, and MIPCOM was coming, and Tattoo Teens was going to be in booth 3.2. Apparently, we didn't warrant our uh, our own booth, but we could have point two of a booth. So, um, yeah, so I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. So I, I pulled that out to share with you, and then there was this thing. This, I think, was a publicity. So this was like a folder that would have, like, publicity stuff in it, you know? Oh, nice. And I know. Look at, let me, where am I? Here I am. Look at you. See the similarities? It's just like me. Yeah, it does. It really does. I I really couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> no, no, of course that not. Ha- 
Oh, oh, it looks yeah, like look. that one has your hair from today, not from the show. Do you recognize? Our, oh, is that our most famous guest? I Jaja Gabor. Yeah, she shows Zsa up in the Zsa show. Gabor. <laughs> I know. So, and here's a picture of all of us with Jaja. See that? <laughs> cool. That's awesome. Yes. I just remember. Um, so she, she could see this dress she's wearing, and she was like uh-huh. spilling out of this totally tight dress. <laughs> but I just remember Leslie and I were like, we hope when we are her age, we can rock a dress like that because. That was, I mean, and she was just like, I don't know how old she was. She was plenty old, but she acted like she was 25. And it was right after, like, she, have you guys seen that episode or was it not the first 21? I like, have seen the episode. I, I have like a seen glitch it. and she becomes mayor of, of oh. Beverly Hills or something. I remember her behind a podium. I don't remember what the episode was yeah. about, though. Yeah, so she was like mayor. So it was like this alternate reality and she was mayor of Beverly Hills. And they kind of just gave her a general thing. Like, they weren't going to give her a monologue to memorize. Or if they did, she didn't bother. And so um, (laughs) she just kind of ad-libbed the thing. And it was not that long. Like, the most recent thing she'd been in the news for had been um, she, like, hit a police officer in Beverly Hills or, like, slapped somebody. So she actually referred to that, like, in the thing. She's like, oh, if they give you trouble, just slap them around a little bit. And I just remember her, like... kids show should she be saying that <laughs> the kids yeah. aren't gonna get it that's for the parents well, that, well that's true yeah true. so anyway that was fun she was our big celebrity it's not why does she sound like a talking mouse because she's she's <laughs> bianca from the rescuers that's right she was bianca from the rescuers i forgot Jeez, about i forgot that. about I that i love the rescuers oh i I was a hardcore Rescuers fan when I was a kid. Were you? Yeah, Rescuers Down Under is where it's at. The se- both the, of them. Oh. I, 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 I prefer the sequel. I know. Okay. Controversial. Right. <laughs> it's a that product of your generation, that one. It is. It, it really is. So I haven't listened to a whole lot of you guys' podcasts, but I did hear August 10th when you were uh, saying ahead that you were going to be talking about the Deke shows coming up. And I believe what I picked up was something like, and one is pretty good and one is pretty terrible and i'm just i'm just curious where you know which fell into which in, camp in the best way possible <laughs> <laughs> but i will tell you the one that i thought was oh this one's like the better show kinda was way less fun than watching tattoo teenage alien fighters so that it's it's just such a weird little time capsule of the early 90s and all the power rangers like <laughs> copycats that are going on and there there's so crazy. many and yours I, is the best for sure <laughs> i got to say i'm not going to say i think yours is the best from a technical perspective it's awful <laughs> like let's not pr- let's not pretend i'm not going to sugarcoat it for you the best my favorite this. let's say <laughs> i will say this it is easily the most fun to watch. Yes. Like, by well, far. Especially, especially now, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like yeah, like, I just had so much fun. Even before, even before I had any contact with you and knew you were coming on the show, I watched those first 10 episodes before I sent you that email, and uh, I, I just loved it. I was having so much fun watching it. I got my 14-year-old son, who is the only one of my kids who's young <laughs> enough to actually watch something like that with me he's like he doesn't understand that that he's too cool for things like that yet you know so he'll still watch these shows with me and he watched it with me and he loved it like we just had a great time watching it it's just a bucket of fun technically not a good show but so much fun it's so much fun to watch so okay so i have a question and maybe you can answer this for me so i 
still um, struggle with the perspectives. So, you know, when we go to, um, you know, we go to fight and you're, you're watching the fight scenes and you see the monster, or even before then, just when the monster shows up, they're giants, right? Because like the buildings are really small or the power lines are really small, right? right. That was right. the impression I got, yeah, yeah. was okay. that you're all giants. So we get that, because yeah, that was hit or miss for me. Like sometimes I'll be like, are we supposed to be like as big as buildings? <laughs> and then other times it, it it doesn't feel right. So like the perspective, like, still confuses me i gotta admit yeah they didn't quite get that camera technique down i don't think to <laughs> it's like yeah. you're supposed to shoot shoot up shoot up and it'll make them look taller <laughs> i felt like i felt like it was pretty clear from the first episode i mean in the very first episode it was uh the first episode was a sorcerer right um, no the, that, that was robo ninja oh that's right it was robo ninja okay yeah but in the very first episode he's there he's destroying buildings he's destroying telephone poles he is not destroying which, buildings he is destroying mountains and rocks and maybe a oh, telephone pole <laughs> maybe i'm that thinking of threatening <laughs> maybe i'm thinking of the sorcerer episode the then, fourth the episode is the one you, the one where they switch bodies is that what you're talking about no i'm just thinking of the one th there were all those round buildings the round top buildings you know there's just a, a bunch of them. All the buildings have that really rough cityscape round tops. And huh. so he's whichever monster it was, they're blowing up the round top buildings and they're blowing up the telephone poles. The telephone poles always throws me for some reason. <laughs> Why telephone poles? But apparently monsters love blowing up telephone poles. It was and, the communication, right? Yeah. Like nowadays that, they take down the Internet. Then it was the telephone poles. Maybe that's a fair point. I had not considered. So I have to say, uh, you've opened my eyes on that one. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> Do you remember the episode where you guys all switched bodies? Because yes. who did you switched who was with? I? You were you were Gordon? Swinton. You were Swinton. Oh, I was Swinton. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was super yeah. fun. I enjoyed being Swinton. Like <laughs> yeah. my glasses back up and yeah, yeah. That was that was entertaining watching you all kind of act as each other. Yeah. Did anybody that get insulted when you were shooting that? Like, that's not what I'm like. That's not what I. That's not how I do things. <laughs> um, that might have happened. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> but I I don't think I don't here. think Swinton ever said hinky though. He never got to say that line. That oh no, and he should have. He should have like my signature line. That really bothered me, and it. I've been thinking yeah. about it all day. Because that's what I do when I. <laughs> <laughs> when you've got nothing else to think about it 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 yeah. bothered me it made it it was it was a thing sorry that let you down <laughs> but you so did a good did job you playing feel him about our, our our crossover episode where we had um the superhuman samurai cyber squad guy oh my over. are you did serious you like i missed that episode too i haven't made it that far yet apparently I wow oh. i haven't found it i do okay. know that the guy who played tanker his name yeah. escapes me right now. He showed up as Kevin, the fifth sentinel. Kevin Castro. Uh, yeah. yeah, thank yes. you. He showed up as the fifth sentinel, and you know, you think it's going to be like a Green Ranger thing, but he's like, nope, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal. Was he, was he trying to steal? Was he trying to take you with him, or was it, was it Lori? I can't remember. No, it was. We had, yeah, no, we true. had a thing. We had a little romance going on. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think he was trying to take me anywhere. He was trying was to he? convince you to go with yeah, him. Yeah, he was. He was trying <laughs> to convince you to ditch Nimbar and. Uh, 
and just like just head head off with him with into him. the into the portals around the galaxy. Yeah, I mean, he's a good looking guy. It would have been hard to say no. I know that's fair. Yeah, but Drew was strong, and she said no. Yeah, she was. She, she was. was way too cool for that kind of stuff. Yeah. She is my favorite character <laughs> in the show. I really like Gordon Same. and all his weird nonsense. Just him. He thinks he's really cool, but he would totally be the kid who got beat up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Nobody would beat up Swinton because he would help them with their homework. Gordon right. would get get hurt a lot. Right. That's why Plus, he always has to have money in his wallet yeah, so he can yeah. pay people up. Good point. Yeah. Plus, Swinton's got that whole thing where he uh, he backed the bully down. So, you know, that has to help his school cred at some point. Right. Right. Yeah, Swinton was a cool guy. Yeah. As was Rug, who played him. Well, that that's nice to hear. I like people that I yeah. that I watched when I was a kid. I'm glad to hear they're not jerks. That's always that always makes me happy. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. That's, especially I'm like I I probably tried to play Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. I had to say the whole name at least once. Uh, like on the playground, and everybody's like, "What is that?" <laughs> Well, if they had to be able to like cartwheel and do those split jumps to really do it effectively. Yeah, that was. So maybe maybe that was too challenging. They were just like, nope, I've never heard of the show. I guess I'm just not gonna <laughs> not gonna do that. Yeah. Oh, that's really sad. But you know. So like, fine. Let's play Power Rangers again. I know, right? I'm so <sighs> sick of the Power Rangers. What color do you want to be? I yeah. don't know. I actually was too old to play that, but I yeah, imagine. I was. I was. What? I was what just color a little Power baby. Power Ranger, were you? Uh. I didn't know the Yellow Ranger was a girl because I, <laughs> so I was like, I'll be the Yellow Ranger, I guess. Every, oh, I love it. Red, black, and blue were already taken, so I'm like, fine, I'll be the Yellow Ranger. But it's okay because later in life, I found out that in the Japanese footage, the Yellow Ranger is actually a dude. So. Oh, okay. So there you go. So that yeah. that made it all okay. Not that it's not it all okay. worked out in the it's, end. It, it, yeah. It's all okay. Hey, at least we filmed our own action footage, right? Well, yeah, that's actually that's you know? the part of the show that actually kind of sets it apart. I was wondering if they had, because it almost seems like they were trying to do a reverse Sentai there, where they were like, you know what we'll do? We'll make this show, <laughs> and we'll keep these two things separate, just like they do in the Sentai shows, and then we can send it over to them, and they'll be the ones who have to use our footage. Oh, well, that would have been a good strategy, maybe. Except then they would have looked at the at the footage and been like, "What? Why would we use <laughs> that? What? Look at what we have. <laughs> what makes you think that's better than what we have?" Maybe they just had grandiose dreams and and yeah. no sense of reality. I don't know. That's, I don't know. I never met him. Good to dream big, you know. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Right. So one thing that again in hindsight watching it, and probably we thought that there, like, don't you ever wonder why don't they just start with nitron because every you know, they, single time every because single time I nimbar it. says it there he says nitron has limited power so you have to use him sparingly but they go to him every time like i know never able to like solve it without it my question was why oh gorganis thank you gorganis i couldn't Emperor even why gorganis didn't just throw two monsters at him because they always barely get by <laughs> defeating one monster why well, not see, he, double up he was obviously not that smart. Maybe he. Yeah. Maybe there is an excuse. Downfall. Is there an excuse somewhere where he can't? He can't send more than one because he won't be able to control them. Mm, possibly, or like they had to fit on that thing. You know, he put the little model on there, and then he go. And then um, yeah. them. he didn't maybe upgrade to the bit. double yet. <laughs> That's right. There you go. <laughs> I would have liked to he see them address it. Yeah. Okay. 
There's a lot of things they didn't address, though. Even though story-wise, with just the four main actors, I'm like, wow, this is they're actually like doing stuff. And there's pop culture references. Never once was yeah. there a pop culture reference in any Power Rangers show that I ever watched. Mm-mm. Really? Yeah, it's it's real weird, but it's also '90s pop culture references. So I'm laughing because there's just so much so much weird stuff. I'm like, who? Nobody would understand that unless they're in their 30s, at least. Right. Yeah. But that's one of my favorite so parts of the show. Sense, you know, maybe Power Rangers is a little more like they wanted to be timeless, so they didn't want to limit themselves to those references. Yeah. No, Saban probably Could just be. like I don't want to have to give anybody else any money just in case. I want to make sure that Power Rangers is on the kids' mind when they're watching Power Rangers, not whatever else they want to talk about. We have to... Yeah. It's only Power Rangers. I'm trying to sell Probably toys true. here. Speaking of toys, was there ever any merchandise for the show that you were aware of or... Well, funny you mention it. Oh, cool. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I get nothing from this either. I, I think that's actually uh, one of the marketing things for these shows is like the characters with the mask and like the... In their costume, you can have all kinds of dolls for that. You don't have to pay the actors because that could be anybody, right? Um, But uh, several years ago, um, for my birthday, a girlfriend uh, said, hey, so I found this thing on eBay and I just had to get it for you. And it's a thermos. Have you seen this before? Oh, nice. Awesome. That that. is cool. There I am. (laughs) (laughs) We've got all of us. Actually, look at it. Swinton looks pretty good. Can you? There we go. Dang. Yeah. He so does. I have the thermos. And then, um, and my friend at the time, she's like, I think there's a lunchbox, but it's like, I, I thought that'd be too big. I didn't think you'd want it. <laughs> but um, then I think it was just last year, my niece found it on eBay and she's like, Auntie Kajil, look what I found. And she got me the lunchbox. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Isn't that uh, fun? So that's the only merch I ever knew existed, and you can find them on eBay. But um, but yeah, I, I didn't even know about it again until later because wasn't in my contract, and you know that's not my face on there. So well, yeah, I I came up with a theory about it when they did make Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad toys, of which I had a few, and I think the reason for that is because Subaraya already made the toys in Japan. So they're just like, okay, we can use those. And they're exactly oh, the same. And, and were they of the actors? No. Were they n- of just, the, so do they transform also? No, they're, it's show. just the suits and the monsters and stuff. Mostly, oh, just, the, mostly okay. just the robot stuff. So that okay. stuff was probably just pre-made. Right. And it was just there. Right. And they're like, well, we yeah. don't want to spend extra money. We already, we're already making the show, so why would we do that? Let's just make a lunchbox. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, and again... It's the generic blue lunchbox, and and this is just a sticker that you can peel off. So nice. I do have a vague memory of actually seeing that in a store once. Oh, really? Yes. That's fun. But you know, yeah, it would be cool to have a little doll, though. You know, I I wish little, little purple centaur. That'd be cool. Where's like who who makes toys now? Funko. Oh, dude. Oh, that would be fun to get like a little Funko. That I I would have those. I don't. I don't have any Funko Pops at all. I don't. I don't do toys really because I'm busy uh, like buying all the movies and I don't have money or room for toys. Right. Because <laughs> I have all the movies. Funko's a little. We have. I've gotten my girls some of the. We're big Harry Potter people, so I've gotten them some of the Harry Potter, Harry Potter Funkos. But anyways, do you have any more questions, dude? Because I, 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 I'm out. I think. I just have. I just have one. Um, do you have a favorite monster? Yes. <laughs> oh gosh. 
I should have done my research on the monsters before so I could remember them all. Okay, you've been watching them, so you name them for me and, and spark my memory. Oh, I'm terrible with names. I, I, I just remember shapes and faces. You know, like okay. there's the big, there's the brain dude, there's the sorcerer. Oh, the brain dude, okay. There's, uh, there's the cobra. Uh, he, he had a very snake-related name. Or she, I, I guess it was a, it was a mother because there's that whole, there's that whole story arc about her nesting uh wanting Ooh. to nest on earth there's the garbage the toxic waste monster right um, there's that isis like ice queen kind of person right oh yes yes <laughs> yes her? the ice queen yeah like you, i have the list on wikipedia I, I pulled it up oh okay so there's okay, ninjabot yes. neregula that's the brain monster okay the sorcerer that's the one with the metal mask. Voldeck. Oh, him. Okay. An electrical nightlike monster that could produce static electricity. Oh, yeah. Slagar. The toxic waste monster. That's the one. That's the one that smells like he, Seattle. Is he the one that's like all like this? <laughs> yep. Is that yeah. him? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Octodroid. It's an octopus-themed monster. I think I really like that one. That one was kind of cool. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot about him, too. Isolus, a four-eyed female ice elemental monster. Cool that's the ice queen. Culebra, a cobra form monster who can breathe heat predator which that's pretty pretty obvious a dinosaur thing and then snake trooper and i don't think i made it to snake trooper <laughs> you might have they they reuse a bunch of the monsters that's that's it over the course of 40 episodes right they come back because we don't fully defeat them um favorite monster i think i'm gonna have to go with the toxic waste guy just because you know <laughs> why not he's so nasty although at like this point in my in my life if i put thought into it i think i'd have to go with that snake one you said she's the mother who wanted to nest like i could yeah. probably relate to her <laughs> no okay yeah but, that's fair uh, that's fair but if you just go with like okay what's a funny monster i think because i i actually remember the toxic waste one so i must have you know had an affinity for him somehow <laughs> It had a unique aspect that really separated it from the rest of the monsters because he's got that, like, the head is below his shoulders. Yeah. So, like, it, yeah, there, there was a very unique aspect to that one. It was, And it was pretty gross looking, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. some of the costumes huh. were pretty cool. I, I, I like that, that gross garbage monster, mostly because yeah. of that Seattle joke. I just thought it was real funny. <laughs> For some reason, it just it just made me happy. I don't know why. Because <laughs> I live so close, maybe. <laughs> Right, Good right, local exactly. gotcha. Yeah, I I did about as much prepping as I did do for most things, so I didn't even write down any of my questions. <laughs> I just <laughs> you just had fun watching uh, watching the show. I did, I did. Throwback. I love yeah. this show. It's ridiculous and dumb, and it's so fun. You just gotta. It is pretty fun. fun, and I don't think anybody like putting it together was like, "Hey, let's make something really crappy." <laughs> You know, I, I think it was more like, okay, there was the probably, hey, <clears throat> we can make money off of something that's a Power Rangers, you know, ripoff. Naturally. But I think you kind of go, okay, well, this is what I have to work with, you know, and this is the budget I have to work with. And, you know, we'll do the best show we can with these constraints. It has and to fill a half hour terrible, on TV. <laughs> <laughs> at least it was, you know, terrible with the best intent. It's delightfully fun to watch. So whatever budgetary constraints there were, it didn't take away from the fun factor in the least. I had so much fun watching this. I am definitely going to finish watching the entire series. Uh, really? Because yeah. you don't have to. The interview's no. over. <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm in, I watched this because I enjoyed it. I was looking forward to this. When he gave me those DVDs, I was so excited, but I couldn't get my kids to watch it with me. You know, my kids, I, 
my my oldest is 21 years old and my daughter's 19 and so you know they're way too cool for anything like that and then the 14 year old when i pitched him on it he was like eh, i don't know about that i don't know about that but then i was like look i have to watch this you're here with me just sit down and give it a, give it an episode and the next thing you know you know we're powering through three four five of them and he's having the time of his life so so what I, was most fun for him like seeing like aside from my stellar acting and the storyline but i mean like was it fun because you know it's so you know now they're so spoiled with the cgi and the effects and all that kind of stuff is it fun to look back and go really that's how they did it or like i'm, I'm just curious what would I'm sure, what would be fun for a 14 year old <laughs> i'm sure there's an element of that you know th there's uh Part of it is definitely looking at it and going, "Wow, you guys thought this was entertainment back then." <laughs> but then, but then there's also the aspect of I've raised him with uh, a deep love of uh, of B movies and bad cinema. I I host every year. I wasn't able to this year because of COVID, but every other year I host a uh, an annual bad movie festival, um, and I just like it's my the highlight of my whole year generally. Um, wow. We watch we watch three bad. It's it's like six hours long. We watch three bad movies and we vote on everybody. We basically come with a theme and I tell people the theme beforehand and then everybody gets together. We rent out a hall and everybody brings a movie and then we vote on what we're going to watch. And then we watch three bad movies and uh, just it's just a big party and we have a great time. And I, I love bad movies. I love schlocky schlocky cinema and tv shows and anything like that and uh i've instilled that in him plus of course he has uh love for godzilla he's a huge godzilla fan and mm. uh things like that are a very easy sell to him and so uh, i think it's a combination of all those things tattooed teenage alien fighters from beverly hills is just sort of at the perfect nexus of all those uh, right. Interests. You know, I hadn't thought so. Um, my kids are same age, 21 and 19. And my 19 year old would probably love your movie festival um, because <laughs> she she has a couple girlfriends. And like, that's one thing they do is they find like just horrible movies, like the <laughs> cheesiest, silliest, stupidest movies. And they'll enjoy watching them. And you know, I'm I'm wondering if having been exposed to my show at a young age sort of planted that <laughs> seed for her to have an appreciation for these things. <laughs> Never know. Never know. I know, right? Well, that's, well, that's very that's cool. Fun. Well, send send her send her down here next year, and she can come to Stinkerfest with us. <laughs> is, is that what you call it, Stinkerfest? Stinkerfest 1999. That's awesome. <laughs> That's very fun. I might I'll, invite myself down to that. I'll send you an invitation next year. That'd be very cool. <laughs> we 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 could even watch. We could even stream a uh, show an episode of of the show. You could, but Alien you don't Fighters. have to. It might not Just to make you scene. super uncomfortable. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were planning on doing ninjas this year, which bums me out because one of my favorite bad movies happens to be a ninja movie. Yes. Oh, which one? Uh, ninja Three: The Domination. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm have you even heard of it? <laughs> no. <laughs> there was never or a ninja. Nin one or two. Yeah. There was never a ninja or a ninja two. It's Enter the Ninja and Revenge of the Ninja, and then they're just like, you know what, Ninja three, whatever. <laughs> We're tired of coming do, up with names. You don't have to watch the other ones to watch Ninja no, three because you don't they're have, completely yeah. unrelated. Oh, they they have like the same actor, but he's not playing the same character. What really? Yeah. 
Shokazugi <laughs> is in all three of them, but he's playing a different ninja guy. It's okay. like the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. How fun. <laughs> it's been one of my favorite movies since I was watching your show. So, <laughs> so very long time. Yes. Then. It's like Flashdance, but with ninjas instead of welding. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. Yes. I That's forgot about the Flashdance element. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah, you heard it right. right. It's <laughs> I know. That 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 one stops everybody in their tracks. They're like, "Wait." Right, what? right? We just don't even know where to go with that one. Right? How do you process that? Yeah, right. Uh, that's, but isn't it, yeah. It's nice to know like I'm not alone. Like there's a lot of, you know, former actors in this world who have done a lot of really cheesy, you know, content. And I I appreciate them so much. Well, see, we're glad. <laughs> We're here for you. You've brought a lot of happiness to a lot of lives. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We 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 not, love it. You may not have the mainstream appeal of some, but the people who love it, who love your stuff, love it. That's good. Well, I think it's more like love it to hate it. Although I did okay, I came across something once. I was so impressed. I, I should have looked this up. I forgot about it till now. This was a couple of years ago. I came across somebody had written like an in-depth review of Tattoo Teens. And I was just amazed. Like, I think this person put more thought into the plot analysis and the and the the writing and the the characters than like we even did while we were in the midst of filming it. <laughs> and knew so much. And I've just, you know, part of me was like, oh, go outside and, you know, <laughs> look at nature and, you know, get some, you know, expose some more things. But part of me was just also really impressed that it was like, hey, you know, it's like you find something that that draws you in and you're like, all right, well, I'm all in. I'm going to analyze this thing. So yep. there are people out there. Oh, and my daughter, a couple of years ago, suddenly I get this text and she's found fan art. So somebody did some fan art of Tattoo Teens, and I have some Drew fan art out there somewhere. It's kind of cool. You should send that to us so, yes. we can put it, so we can put it as our graphic for the episode. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll find that link, and I'll send that to you. No, oh, that would I, be sweet. I highly recommend you go to YouTube, and you just type in the name of the show. You will find 100 videos analyzing the show and they they review usually like the first episode and there's some there's some interesting thoughts out there <laughs> yeah it's yeah. it's some fun some stuff. of it though like some of it when you're like in it you're like mm. like some of it's impressive and sometimes you're like okay i don't need to read that because you know some people, <laughs> some people aren't kind but, uh, you know sci-fi yeah. wire is they're they're more they're professional about it they're they're pretty good they do oh, a 20 okay. minute long video and it's good sci-fi stuff. wire yeah okay i will check them out <laughs> I personally try to avoid stuff like that before I go into something like this. Andrew loves to bulk up on that stuff. I, and I try to stay as far as I can away from it because I find that it colors my opinion. I'm, I'm too easily influenced. Well, yeah, and I most like of this form stuff, my own opinion about these things when I see them. Yeah. Most of this stuff I know and he doesn't. That's awesome. So, <laughs> yes. Well, Very then you true. guys are a nice balance for each other. Yeah. 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 I like yeah. to think so. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we, we look like we're just like, spin-offs of each other <laughs> yeah we do that's okay too it's like you were meant to you know be co-hosts it's a perfect there you go. thing it was it go. was it was like a craigslist date and here we are two and a half years later ish that is literally how it started seriously <laughs> yes, yes i answered like, a okay. craigslist ad and tell me about this ad 
Like, it what just, did it say? If, let me see. If I recall correctly, it just said, um, uh, looking to start a podcast, need a co-host, uh, and then his number. Like, uh, I think he said that it was going to be movie and TV related. Do you remember any any more than that? I think I... I, I I might have told everybody how liberal I was because I got a couple people going like I don't want to watch any movies with swearing in them because it's it's not in moral moral high moral standing I'm like okay well you're clearly not the person for the show nice talking to you one guy I met and he's like I like anything niche I'm like what does that mean can I can we just watch Iron Man and talk about it like I don't but then, right. then he shows up and he's got a Tommy Wiseau patch on his on his jacket, and I'm like, okay, well, there's <laughs> there's one thing. There we go. We, he loves the room, and we just start talking about bad stuff, bad movies, good movies, everything. And it's like, all right, this is this is the one. I think we're gonna we're gonna try this and see what happens. And then here we are. <laughs> that's very cool. It was like finding a long lost brother. It was. Yeah. Oh, I think that's awesome. And then we annoy each other just like that too. It's awesome. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> and you're both in the same area. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yep. Yeah, that definitely. Yeah, we helps. used to. <laughs> we used to do this in the same room before the whole world got locked down. So. Sure. Yeah. Sure. We had well, to adapt. You can. <laughs> and it's it's working. Well, that's very cool. Yeah, that's a fun story. Who knows where it's going to go, right? Who knows? I, uh, you know. If a million people gave us a dollar, we'd be fine. <laughs> that would solve so many of our problems. Yeah. Right? So. Or if one person would just get ten thousand of their friends to listen to the show, that's there all. That's go. all it would take. Yeah. Right. Who doesn't have ten thousand friends? Right. Right. I'll get on the phone. I have twelve thousand. Just none of them care. So it's kind of. Oh. <laughs> yeah. There's that. So okay. So do your the people that you interact with like on a daily basis and your friends and stuff like do they know about your show mine do or do they care yeah. i talk about it all do the they... time a couple of people are like oh hey i listened to your show it was really funny other people are like yeah i'll listen to it <laughs> they never will ever yeah yeah you're yeah. so sweet to assume i have friends <laughs> <laughs> it's more like people at I work know you do yeah. <laughs> i have friend singular you're looking at him <laughs> Same, same. Social social relationships are too hard. I'm like, uh, one one conversation a week is enough. I'm I'm spent after that. <laughs> Might cut into my tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills watching time. Yeah, exactly. And you can't have that. No, because, yeah, no. that's valuable time. It really, really is. <laughs> <laughs> keeps me it keeps me on an even keel. I'll tell you. <laughs> I think that might cover it. We. I think we've kind of beaten a dead horse. We did. I'm tapped out. I'm, I'm excited. Would, I'm very happy I, that we got to do this. <laughs> I wish I had some great question that was just going to blow your mind. I even told myself, get a great question and save it for last. And nope, I just like right out Nothing. the gate. Well, just, we like, fired you were going to ask what our favorite movie was. Oh, that's right. I, I was going to add because we're a movie related podcast. We're, we're, okay. we're all about movies. What is your favorite movie, or do you have one? Uh, I do, but it's gonna. I mean, I love it because I love the story, but um, it's not gonna like <laughs> blow your mind or anything. I'm a I'm a Pride and Prejudice gal. Oh, you, so like you know? 
Big time. And before Pride and Prejudice, so from when I was little, like probably too little really, but I really just like the dresses, I was like, Gone with the Wind was my favorite movie of all time. And um, and I have a, I won't bore you with the story, but I did a major fail. You know, you have a favorite movie and you want to expose your kids to it. And oh, all the so time. Miserably. All the oh, time. I did such a bad job on that one. And so, yeah, so my, <laughs> that was a, a, one of those horrible parenting fails and my kids are just like what the hell is this and yeah so anyway that kind of like put a damper on gone with the wind also um it's got bad associations now but um i do love pride and prejudice and i'm you know i loved i actually liked the 2007 version that came out with kira knightley mm-hmm. um but if you love the story of course the i think it was was it bbc that did the one with um colin Firth. I think it's A and E, but yeah, the, it the might Colin have been Firth a, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, and that one actually, I had not. I saw the the Kira Knightley one first, and then I got on this Pride and Prejudice kick and had to read everything and watch every single possible version. And I actually didn't know that the Colin Firth one was a mini series. So I started that one at like <laughs> eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> it's like six hours long. But I persevered and I went to bed at like five o'clock in the morning and I was, you know, stay at home mom homeschooling at that point. And so there were a couple of really rough homeschooling days after that. Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, I hadn't stayed up till five for a very long time. That doesn't happen. (laughs) Nine o'clock. That's that's the cutoff right right there. Yeah. So but I'm definitely a Pride and Prejudice gal. Well, you'll get no judgment from me. I, okay. I think Jane Austen is just an amazing writer, and they, especially the A&E version, they did a great job of bringing specifically, specifically yeah. her dialogue to the screen, and her dialogue I is know. so smart and so well-written. I'm a huge Jane Austen fan. I love her. So as much as, as much of a hipster as I can be at times <laughs> about movies and stuff, you're never going to get any judgment from me for loving Jane Austen. She's awesome. I have okay, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies sitting over there on my DVD shelf. Do you? So, okay. So when, when I was in this whole mode, I, I read, it was long before the movie came out, but I read Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh, nice. But I had only recently like gone through, and I, I was never like a, I didn't get into fantasy till I was older. And I read, I started with the fourth Harry Potter book and then went back and then just sort of <laughs> that's hooked. A random place to start. That That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It just kind of worked out that way. So, um, so anyway, I had just gone through all the Twilight novels and I like it's Twilight sat on my nightstand for a year. Someone's like, it's great. And I was like, ah, and finally I read it. And then, uh, yeah, I had to read them all right. Like, cause I just got sucked in. And then, so then I got in this Pride and Prejudice kick and the only thing left I hadn't read was Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. So I'm like, well, I gotta read this. So I'm reading it and I'm literally, I'm, it, I'm so confused because it's just, I'm like, that doesn't sound right. I'm halfway through the book before I go, oh, zombies, not vampires. They're different. <laughs> and then it all made sense. But I'd, been, I'd had oh, vampires man. on my mind the whole time. Yeah, so, Twilight, yeah, Twilight seeps into your brain in ways you just don't understand, doesn't it? Yeah, in right. fact, my daughter, um, the 19-year-old who likes the bad movies, she just went to Forks this last weekend. Oh. Just because she had to, you know, she had to get out somewhere and had a last chance to go somewhere before college. So 
sports. Well, Twilight is okay by me. Now Edward is going to be Batman, so I'm good. Is he really? Yeah. 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 Oh, I didn't know that. No, yeah, exactly. they uh, they just dropped the new trailer. Uh, was was it like a couple of days? Yeah, a couple ago days ago, and yeah. looks good too. He looks. I'm he's go awesome. Watch that like, with Lucy as soon as I'm done with this interview. <laughs> any any doubts that I ever had, which they were very few, I was. I'm like dashed. He's gonna be. He's gonna be awesome. I don't know if the movie's gonna be good yet, but he's gonna be good. I never oh, had doubts it. about him. I knew he was going to be solid as Batman. I knew he was a great choice as soon as I heard it. Who was the one they had? Didn't was it Val Kilmer that they had a ton of? Wasn't he one of the Batmans? <laughs> yeah, he was right after Michael ago. Keaton. Yeah, and yeah. wasn't were there doubts about him? Probably. There, yeah. there were. Da- I think there were doubts about every Batman, and then like <laughs> a couple of them were like, "Yeah, George Clooney shouldn't have been Batman. Probably Val yeah, Kilmer. Too. Kilmer stepped in. <laughs> the trouble was." The trouble with Kilmer was that he stepped into what was basically a bad script. You know, like oh. they they brought the script to him and Mike they brought the script to Michael Keaton and Michael Keaton just said, "This is a bad <laughs> script. I'm not doing this movie." And so they said, "Well, oh. if you're if you're not going to do it, we're, we'll find somebody who will." And rather than change the script to keep Michael Keaton, which in my opinion, huge mistake. Michael Keaton, <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite actors. Um, yeah, instead they went with Val Kilmer and they and they dropped Tim Burton to get Joel Schumacher because I guess Burton didn't like the script either and uh, mm-hmm. so Burton and Keaton left and they brought in Joel Schumacher and Val Kilmer and that was sort of the beginning of the decline and then of course they did the George Clooney one which <laughs> <laughs> I mean it has its charms as a bad movie but that's really that's really uh, yeah. the only way I can enjoy it. I'd forgotten about that one. But yeah, I'm really excited about Robert Pattinson as as Batman. I think he's going to be fantastic. I think he's a really great actor. I've seen him in a few other things besides Twilight, which that that's like that's like my big guilty pleasure is Twilight. Uh, and n- not the sequels, mind you, just the original. I only like that first movie and the first book uh, because a- as a as a writer myself, it's frustrating to read because it shouldn't <laughs> be good. Like logically, mm-hmm. if I look at the prose, it should be unreadably bad, and yet I love it. And the same thing with the movie. <laughs> if I look at the content, I look at what they're doing. I should hate it. They're, everything in my brain says that I should hate it, and I can't get enough of it. I will watch that movie anytime it comes on. My daughter. Really? fell in love with it and she was like will you watch twilight with me i was like you bet i'll watch twilight with you let's watch it right now that's fun now you're an audiobook guy right i am an audiobook so, guy yeah. so uh did you listen to the audiobook of twilight i did and what did you think of that as i said from a craft perspective <laughs> it was like listening to the journal of a 16 year old girl in which you know that being the case the it being in- the journal the the journal of a 16 year old girl it was very effectively written um but you know it's like all i could think as i as i was listening to it was i shouldn't be enjoying this i i, I shouldn't and yet i did i just i i was enthralled the whole time totally wow okay see i got i liked the book like i had already read it and knew i liked the book and i think we were on a road trip and we're going to listen to the audiobook and i i had to turn it off it was so annoying like like when you actually hear the girl talking and you realize just how like annoyingly angsty she is i i couldn't listen so yeah well you build a voice that that is the trouble with jumping from print books to audiobooks is you have a voice you have the voice of the narrator in your head especially if it's a book you're familiar with um and then you, you get 
a reader doing their interpretation and it can be very, very <laughs> unlike what you're, you, what you, what you built up in your brain. Right. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, now we are way off. Uh, that's, that's the name of the game. Off. That's the show. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to sharks across Hollywood. Seriously. <laughs> if we ever stuck to a subject once in our lives, I think people, our, our two listeners wouldn't know what to think. <laughs> Well, this has been really fun. I've enjoyed meeting you guys a lot. I had a I had a great time. I'm so glad you agreed to come on the podcast. Thank you so much for doing it. You've been yeah, just a fantastic guest. Uh, I honestly I can't tell you enough how grateful I am and how much I've enjoyed this. Thank you so much. And uh, if, as far as I'm concerned, you ever want to come back on the show, you are more than welcome. Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you. Yes. Be careful. I might take you up on it. Please well, do. You know what? We're, we we do this every year, so very fun. Well, uh, thank you guys. It's great meeting you. I'm going to be fanboying out for the rest of my life, so that that that'll be good. Oh yeah, I'm definitely telling everybody. <laughs> everybody I mean next, at least the next month. Yeah, everybody I haven't told I mean anybody yet. Just just in case, just in case it was like you you decided last minute. I was like never no mind. Show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I don't want to talk to these two idiots. But yeah, no, this but is I appreciate it. I'm I'm very happy you were here. This was awesome. I'm an even bigger fan now. Look at that. Yes. <laughs> well, awesome. I'm a fan of you. So there we go. Well, thank you. Thank I, you. I, I hope that, uh, I hope that when you rewatch this video for editing purposes yes. that you don't, you don't go, what was I thinking? I fell under a spell. I don't know what, the, what it is. These, they seem charming at first and now I'm watching it. What is wrong with me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that'll probably happen. But she already said she'd put it on her. She already said she'd put it on her channel. So That's now, now, right. she, now so. she's got to do it. <laughs> now you're it. locked in. Uh, well, thank you guys very much, and you yes. guys take care. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Thank you, you. Too. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Wasn't that a good interview that we just listened to right now when we're recording this? What is going to soon be the outro? Was that natural? Sure. Good. I am glad. <laughs> I am also glad. You have made me glad with your gladness. And now gladness permeates. So there it is. That was our that, that, that was our big deal, man. Uh Jill Erbach, whose name I almost forgot just now because I'm so fucking weirdly excited about the whole thing. AKA K Jill Sorgan. We uh, we literally just got done interviewing her before we're doing this, so that's why we're all so weird right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If we're a little bit off our game, we're a tad starstruck. Magic! It's it's podcast magic. Because, you know... Oh, speaking of, I should probably plug the fact that she's going to have the video version of this on her YouTube channel, which I'm not sure which one yet. I assume it's going to be the... Uh, what is it called? Um, living the Midlife. Living the Midlife. Yes. We'll put a link in the in the show notes. I really assuming do. one ever materializes. <laughs> yes. Yes, we'll get there. It'll happen. So that's why this episode's late. So get the get off me. And with that, we should probably plug social media because you, you know, maybe somebody will email you and be like, hey, big boy, let's uh, do some stuff. <laughs> well, definitely not once the video comes out, but uh, <laughs> maybe we can catch him under the wire on that one. You can follow us on everything at the shark pod. And by everything, I mean, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And sometimes we even post things. So that's cool, right? <laughs> Not very often. <laughs> I should probably start. And if you want to give us any money, and now we we have 
pretended to be professional for a whole two hours. I didn't swear once while we were talking to her. I'm really proud of us. I like I figured a, I figured a fuck was going to pop out like just reflexively at some point. <laughs> and I don't think either of us cracked on that one. Yeah, I, I will say I have had moments in my life where I will say just some some foul, foul shit thinking that I'm not saying some foul, <laughs> foul shit. Like I remember I remember one time, I kid you not, I was in front of my kids and like I hit my thumb with a hammer or something like that. And I was like, I'm in front of my kids. I don't want to say fuck. I want, I'll say something <laughs> clean. So I was like, cock sucking twats. <laughs> and then it didn't occur to me for like 30 seconds that if anything, I probably made it worse by saying that rather than just saying fuck. They're probably like <laughs> cock sucking twat. That's a lot for a little kid to unpack. Cock sucking twats. I like so it. many questions they that, must have had. That makes me happy. But that was literally my thought is I won't say something dirty. I'll say this instead. <laughs> so um, she just sent an email through to me, but she also said, I enjoyed our time together and not a single F word. You guys are awesome. There you go. Seal of approval. <laughs> We've got confirmation. We, we did it. We did this because we are respectful, not so young men. We are respectful as fuck. Kind of forgot what we were actually doing. Uh, Patreon.com slash Sharks Cross Hollywood. Again, we're professional, not a single F word. See? Also, while we're not saying F words, you should probably head over to audibletrial.com forward slash Sharks Across Hollywood. And if you want to support the show, sign up for a free trial with them. Uh, get the audiobook of your choices, as well as numerous Audible originals, which they have uh, available this month with your membership and they're yours to keep even if you decide not to continue with your membership so <laughs> once again audibletrial.com forward slash sharks across hollywood i'm not dropping an f-bomb in the middle of this i'm not doing it i made it through an hour and a half two hours with a guest without saying the f-word i can make it through 30 seconds of an audible ad i'm keeping the fuck me in the butt audio clip though <laughs> Oh, shit. We'll be back next time with some stuff. We don't plan that far ahead. You guys should know that by now. I can't believe we managed to appear professional for 90 minutes. <laughs> it's it's hard. It's so hard. Uh, but hey, until next time, I'm just going to say until next time, stage awesome.